Here's a question that should be easy to answer. Are you happy in your business? Unfortunately, the answer most entrepreneurs would give is actually no. (laughs) And there's a lot of reasons why. Some are dealing with burnout. Others have found that they've reached success, but in the end, it's left them feeling empty. And then others have built an incredible business that they're now trapped in. They're a slave to the thing they've created. The problem or the good news, depending on how you think about it, is that all of these things are avoidable. And to help you avoid them, I've decided to bring on my friend, Carrie Jack, for today's episode. Carrie is a lifestyle entrepreneur. He's the host of the Happy Hustle podcast and the author of the Happy Hustle 2.0 book, which is dropping soon, if not in stores everywhere already. And on this show, he reminds listeners every week to enjoy the journey of building their business instead of focusing on the destination. And in today's episode, my conversation with Carrie, we talk about how he avoids burnout. His story is incredible. He was super successful in multiple areas and decided he had not built the life he wanted. He has transformed the way he does business. Now he continues to live a life of fulfillment, time with his wife, his new baby, and is, of course, doing the work he loves to do. And we have an incredible conversation. We map out his 10 alignments. He's got a thing he calls soul mapping where you can do an assessment to figure out how healthy is your business and your life. And we did this in real time on myself. So you can follow along in the episode as well, or you can just sort of look over my shoulders. I try to apply the assessment to my own business and see how well I scored. I think you're going to love Carrie. You're going to love his energy. You're going to love his wisdom. He is a guy to listen to because he's built businesses, created success, but more importantly, he has found a way to have freedom and put happy in your hustle. So sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Carrie Jack. Carrie, I'm so glad we could actually pull this off, man. I was, we were just saying before we went on the air and hit record that my buddy, Mike Zeller, was talking about you. I was like, oh, do you know Carrie Jack, the Happy Hustle? And, and like literally within days of him telling me about you, like then all of a sudden we're on a call through a mutual connection with Rory Vaden. And then like all of a sudden I'm like, Carrie's everywhere. And I'm realizing we have so much in common. We have similar views on like business and life. I was like, we have to have you on the show because I know my people really appreciate it. So Carrie, it's just, uh, I'm excited to talk to you and unpack your amazing story and add value to my audience. So thanks for taking some time today. Graham, my brother, honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, man, just like, it just feels like we've known each other for years and years. I just, you know, you get that kind of soul connection and, uh, you know, God's plan brought us together. So yeah, looking forward to rocking the mic and adding as much value as possible. Yeah, dude. And now I know that you're, you're diehard because Kerry didn't, what he didn't tell you is that he was playing soccer last night. (laughs) And some some Joe Schmo had a dirty hit a dirty injury dirty hit. Homeboy's got a, a swelled up ankle and needs to go to the hospital right now. But he didn't want to miss our our, our podcast. Woo, there it is. Cankles right now. If you're watching the, the the YouTube version, yeah. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you missed it. But he's got a massive cankle. Homeboy needs to get to the hospital, get to the doctor's office. But he's he he's here for you, people. Here. He's here for I'm you. Here. It happens. Well, dude. You know. Play hard, pay well, hard. Well, dude, that's where the that's where I wanted to start. That's where I wanted to start is that you add value all the time, um, and so here you are adding value, even with your ankle messed up. Um, but one of the things that I think that we could talk about, there's a lot I want to get into today. But one of the things I think we could talk about is um, how to avoid burnout. Mm. 
and become happier. Um, because so many of my students, and maybe you, I feel like you've experienced this, but so many of my students, even when they build their business, the one that they thought they really wanted to build and they actually get successful with it, they either get bored or they get burned out or it just, it doesn't fulfill them anymore. And there's some weird, like, is something wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? I have felt that Mm -hmm. I'm even in this moment, like we were talking, like I'm thinking about some tweaks to where I'm going in my business and how I want to serve people. I feel like I can add more value, but I feel like I could do this in my sleep in a lot of ways. Like, so can you talk about how you've dealt with burnout in the past, how you think about burnout for entrepreneurs and how we can stay happy in sort of the happy hustle, happy hustle, happy hustle culture, <laughs> like stay happy in what we do and actually enjoy what we do and not just do it for the money and all that kind of stuff. Talk about that. What comes to mind for you, brother? Yeah. I mean, well, I guess a little context would be beneficial because before I was happy hustling, I was just hustling and I actually did burn out. Mm-hmm. Therefore I feel qualified to talk about it. <laughs> um, I was actually a tech entrepreneur in New York city. I know you probably, if you look at me now, got, you know, different vibe. I live out here in Montana, you know, and, um, um Mountain yeah, man. you know, it, it's, this is my roots. You know, my dad has a ranch out here in Montana. My mom lived in Sarasota, Florida, right by you. So I grew up, you know, half surf and skate, half camping, fishing, hunting, hiking, and playing cowboy. And, and somehow I ended up, you know, really on this like entrepreneur bender where I just wanted success so bad you know status and ego and all the things society deems important Mm. you know i was like yes give me it i want to work for it i'm gonna grind for it and i just i was pushing so hard for this we my brother and i he's he was um my business partner and, and best friend and him and i went into business together we created this like algorithm that quantified feedback and long story short it had a lot of promise more than i even foresaw initially and we attracted you know some pretty awesome partnerships within microsoft and ibm and and um seven-figure vc funding deals on the table we we had this whole five-year exit plan it was like cross-pollinated into other industries our our whole our tech could be used to quantify feedback in the dating industry in the job market industry in the entertainment industry so i didn't really see it initially but it had this huge opportunity and we were working like dude 100 plus hour weeks like on a hamster wheel getting roughly five hours of sleep just you know, actually sharing a, um, a bed in, uh, our dump of an apartment in Queens, New York, wearing like the same suits on repeat, wow. going to, uh, co-working wow. spaces, you know, taking investor yeah. meetings from our office, quote unquote, which wasn't ours. You know, <laughs> we just would, would schedule like, um, tours of the, the WeWorks and then we would bring investors there and like later in the day and be like, Hey, do you mind if we work out of here? And they'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh, we have a couple more team members coming in to be like investor pitch decks that we'd have to put together. It was like a wow. whole like grind, man. And we ended up after 18 months, like having these massive partnerships and opportunities on the table. But dude, I was so burnt out. I was so unfulfilled. All I was doing was working. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't having any fun, truly. No, no, like deep, meaningful relationships, no passionate hobbies. And I ended up burning out. And sadly, my brother and I, you know, with tears filled in our eyes, uh, across sitting across our, our stained coffee table in this little, you know, again, 
I don't want to cuss, but it was a dump of an apartment. Um, we, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we, we just decided this ain't it, man. We gotta, we gotta fold the company. We gotta do something different. So he went back to get his master's in business and, um, at the University of Florida. And I went to Bangkok, Thailand for about a year. I was like, I'm out. I'm going for it. I, I was, wow. um, I was just like fed up, you know, with that life. And it was in Thailand where I really started to put the happy in my hustle, I'll say, where I, I started to work and live in alignment. You know, I, I was renting like a penthouse apartment for like 400 bucks a month, eating like $2 delicious meals and and traveling to Singapore and Bali and Cambodia and, you know, Vietnam and all these cool places. And, and it was there where I made my first dollars online where I, you know, was, I just started doing webinars stuff for goal setting and like, and it it just, it was actually uh, kind of like eye opening. I was like, wow, I can actually like live this awesome life and make money like I'm sure you've experienced, right, and some of your 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 listeners mm-hmm. and viewers, but I don't need to sacrifice my soul. So that's really where the happy hustle was born, and that's where I experienced burnout. And and now fast forward, I've you know wrote a I've wrote multiple books on the topic of happy hustling, and I have a whole system and ass- assessment and and really a way that you can put the happy in your everyday hustle. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at now. Man, I appreciate you sharing that. I think um, so many people like that I'm teaching have had a similar path to me where this online business content lifestyle type business is the first and only business they've ever had where you've experienced both. You've experienced like the, like you said, the hundred hour work weeks, the like trying to raise money, trying to make a big deal happen. So I feel like you probably have a better appreciation for it maybe than some of us, but a lot of times people are coming from high pressure careers, lawyer, you know, doctor, like the, and they just, they want out of that grind and they want to own their time for you. Cause it sounded like you were living the four hour work week kind of life, you know, like you're, you know, geo arbitrage with your dollars and online stuff. And I, I love it. And the travel, what, what, um, when you were in Thailand and you were discovering this like kind of other way to make a living, what, what was it for you? Was it that you finally had your time? Was it, that you, it was the way you were making money that you liked? Was it um, the fact that it was not the same every day and you could try different, like what about it in the happy hustle life that you are helping people live right now that is it that you love personally the most? Yeah, really, it's the three freedoms. Creative freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. That is what I strive for. That is what I'm sure most people out there strive for. And that's what the happy hustlers are are striving for. You know, to have those three freedoms, creative time and financial freedom is, is in my opinion, what quote unquote success is all about. Now, obviously having deep, meaningful relationships and, and a lot of fun and like laughter and just you know, a connection to a higher power. And like, I get into my whole system and I'm happy to deeper, but like, that was really what I discovered was, wow, like I got so much freedom and I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. When, and I, can I get specific when you say, cause I, I, I love all three of those. When you say financial freedom, this is the one that I think is tricky. What does that mean to you? And as much as you want to describe, because I feel like the you know that 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 sliding scale of oh if i if i could just make 
what I make at my current job, but, you know, but only work 20 hours a week or have flexibility, that'd be amazing. Oh, if I could just make six figures, if I could just make whatever it is, and then that sliding scale moves further and further away, how, how do you maybe keep yourself and your, your students in line with like setting what financial freedom really looks like so you don't go down the path of all of a sudden now I'm hustling again and it's not fun? Yeah, I call it the more disease. And what you just just described is what it, <laughs> what it is. Like the more disease, I want more money, more followers, more toys, more clients. It's always more, more, more. This mentality of more will steal your fulfillment from you. It'll, it'll rob you of your present joy. And for me, it was like, I have everything I need. And, and that was the eye-opening moment. And I still, it's a daily battle, I'm sure we all face of like being complacent and grateful, sure, but also striving for your desires and, and your, your dream reality. And I get it. It is a delicate dance. But ultimately, you need to describe your perfect day and your perfect week and what success, quote unquote, looks like for you. And if you can get crystal clear on that, then you can reverse engineer how to get there. And then when you get there, you need to just make sure that you find gratitude for being there. And like you said, don't slide the scale. I love that. That's beautiful. Well, let's talk about it. You have this thing in, in your book and then you teach called the 10 alignments. Um, can you explain like what they are and how we can use it to sort of keep us on the right path once we kind of describe what we want in life and chase after it? Yeah. And this was just me scratching my own itch. Like initially I was like, ah, I need to reassess my life. I, I got, you know, burned out by only focusing on work. Now I need to focus on like the important areas of life. So I did a lot of research and I'm big into personal development. I know you are as well. And I'm sure a lot of people out there watching and listening are, that's why they, they are listening, you know, but Yep. What I realized was I could not identify with the system out there because it didn't go deep enough into all the different components. You know, there's like, okay, you have, you know, faith, family, f f um, fitness, and like these three Fs, right, or whatever. Like, and, and I'm like, okay, that's good, but what about this other stuff? You know, so I realized that there was actually 10 different areas for me in life that I wanted to focus on. And again, mm. it evolves over time. Like this framework has been evolved and iterated. And now it's actually an acronym. We call it the soul mapping acronym. It's uh, your soul's map to the blissfully balanced promised land. Because I truly believe that balance equals happiness. And if you mm. can balance yourself in these 10 different alignments, you will be happy hustling and you will be fulfilled. And so I'm happy to get into them deeper if you want. And we could just kind of even, yeah, let's unpack them, man. Like, cause I want to, I like, I need to know what they are for myself. <laughs> I love that. Cause I agree with you. I feel like there is a sweet spot, a zone. And when you're there, bro, you're just, it, that's where you need to be instead. Oh yeah. And, and here's the thing though. I will just preface all this with balance is not a finite destination. It truly is a never-ending journey. It requires constant tweaks and adjustments and pivots. And I literally take my own medicine every Sunday. And I go through this same assessment I'm about to put Graham through and everyone out there watching and listening. Because this is how you can actually prioritize change accordingly on the fly. Therefore, you don't ever have to burn out. 
right? <laughs> That's the whole goal where you're like, oh, okay, I realized I didn't volunteer at all this week. I didn't give, you know, to my spouse. I didn't, right? So it's like you can pivot on the fly if you are, are making these adjustments regularly. So let's get into it. And, and Graham, if you're feeling brave, I'd love to just put you on the spot and, and take you through the assessment. And uh, everyone out there, yeah. watch, watch it and listen it. I really hope that you don't just be a passive listener on this one and that you actually are an active participant because that's how real change takes place. You have to actually implement. You know, where I feel like there's so many people in this like, knowledge acquisition phase where they'll just soak up so much knowledge and I get it, but the implementation of the knowledge will actually set you free. And that's what will, will help you reach your desired goals. So let this be an active, you know, opportunity for you to go through it with Graham and I, and it starts by just giving yourself an honest score one to five, five is like an a you're crushing it. You're happy hustling in this specific alignment. And then one is like an F you're failing and we need to prioritize change ASAP. Right. And then you can subsequently fill in the gaps for two, three, and four. But I will say this, just measure yourself on the last 30 days. Okay. I don't want you to think about the whole, your whole life, okay. right? Just the last 30 days, give, give an honest, you know, benchmark of where you are a, a barometer. Will you, because I think truly what you measure, you can manage. So this is you measuring your balance in life right now. Okay. So the S in soul yeah. mapping, the first of the 10 alignments, here we go, stands for selfless service. So write down your scores and then we'll, we'll tally them up at the end and we'll find out if you're a happy hustler or not. Okay. So the S stands for selfless service. That means, are you giving your time, your finances, your insights to people and causes that you believe in, or are you Maybe not. Are you living more for for yourself and your business and your your own personal gain and aspirations? And you know, it's okay. Give yourself grace either way, but we need to give an honest score. Where are you at in selfless service? Right. So write down a score. And Graham, we can. If you want to share your scores in between, we can do that 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 way. Or if you want to just tally them up at the end, however you want to roll. Yeah, let's uh, let's let's tally them up at the end. So just let's go through it, and we can all score ourselves, and then I'll, I'm writing down my okay, score. Awesome. Then we go to the O, optimized health. Optimized health, right? You know, in order to be an entrepreneur and really crush it in any capacity, not even if you're an entrepreneur, just a, a, a aspiring entrepreneur, right? You got to have your health, right? Right. And I'm not just talking about like physical health, mental health, emotional health, right? you can't be shoving crap down your pie hole and expect to perform, right? Like eating the garbage. Facts. You heard it here yeah, first, Yeah, super folks. PC. <laughs> uh, but that's the damn truth. You, you have to be diligent yeah. with what goes into your temple. And, you know, yeah. being a, an athlete myself and just like seeing firsthand how important, obviously, staying healthy is I used to run a biohacking company. So I was deep in the trenches of biohacking. We had literally fortune 500 CEOs and top Olympic gold medal athletes that I was literally coaching and consulting. I would go through their morning routine, night routine, supplement protocol, nutrition plan, exercise plan, the whole shebang, dude, we went deep down the rabbit hole of all these high performers. I got to know what's, what's like the 80, 20 on all these things and truly less is wow. more, but the, the, the top performers, prioritize health. Even in the business boardroom, 
It doesn't matter if you're on the battlefield of, you know, your sports arena. You got to prioritize your health. So give yourself an honest score, one to five, where are you at right now just in the last 30 days, okay? All right, now we're on the U, unplug digitally, right? Unplug digitally, this is a toughie, man. You know, it's like, especially as an entrepreneur yeah. or an aspiring entrepreneur, it's, it's like, it's a part of our reality and I get it, but you got to use your devices and not let them use you. And unfortunately, mm. we are outgunned. Our human mammalian brain is outgunned. These, no offense, tech nerds in Silicon Valley and beyond are literally yep. programming these most addictive apps and software that our human brain cannot compete. So we have to be disciplined. We have to set barriers. We have to be really diligent with how we use our devices or else we'll succumb to the consequences and you'll wonder why you're feeling stressed and anxiety and overwhelmed and you have this compare and despair to everyone online. Cindy Lou who went to Bali and Johnny Appleseed just made a million dollars. And right, we're like always worried about everyone else, <laughs> you know, because of our devices, right? So we gotta really be diligent with what we allow in our in our mm. brains and we have to manage our tech usage accordingly. So rank where you're at, one to five in you okay all right l loving relationships right. loving relationships you know man what's it all for if you don't have love in your life right like and you and i yeah. know very wealthy people who don't have love in their lives and who are yeah. crushing it quote unquote with their business but then their wife doesn't love them their kids don't know them you know they're just like in shambles that's not success to me that that's not happy hustling and i don't ever want that and for me, you know, it's about having plentiful pleasure with my partner, with my inner circle. It's about having a core group of family and friends that I know are my ride or dies that would, would do anything for me. And I would do the same, right? So having that love in your life, that's what it's all about. And so that is, you know, a part of the 10 alignments, obviously. So give yourself a score. One to five. Five is lots of love, lots of, you know connection and meaningful nature um one is the opposite maybe a lot of angst and despair and and some resentment build up and all the things that may be holding mm -hmm. you back so all right we get we should have four scores now graham four scores yeah i don't know how you yeah. feeling so far i'm feeling i'd say pretty good <laughs> okay. like optimistic yeah i hope I've, i think i'm passing i don't know okay we'll see what the passing grade we'll is we'll see we'll see all right so now we're moving on to the mapping part. Okay, so we got the soul part. Now it's the mapping part. So the M stands for okay. mindful spirituality. You know, that means like connecting to a higher power. I don't really care one religion or another. I just think it's important to have faith in something bigger than yourself, right? And whether that's, you know, breath work, meditation, prayer, going to church, whatever it is for you, just make sure that you have that a part of your life, in my opinion, and if to have a holistic balanced life i feel like this has to be a part of the equation and i know you're a man of god and i and i know this is big for you mm -hmm. and it is for me too so i hope everyone out there gives themselves an honest score one to five five you know is lots of connection lots of meaning in in this mindful spirituality arena one is eh, not so much okay the a got it abundance financially 
Abundance financially is what most people think is it's all about, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, you got yep. money is everything, right? And, and listen, it is a part of the conversation. It has to be. You got to yep. be able to, you know, take care of your family and, and your basic needs and, and hopefully even have enough to give like a surplus, right? I know you're big into philanthropic yeah. giving and as am I. And I think that's where like, as Tony Robbins talks about, the secret to living is giving, right? So yeah. abundance financially for me really is, do you save, invest, and spend wisely, right? Or are you living paycheck mm. to paycheck in fear of your finances, right? So give yourself a score. Five is you're crushing it. One is you're failing. And, and, and I will, and inside the book, you know, I actually have like happy hustle hacks for each of these different 10 alignments. So if you did have a one, like I have a way that you can raise it to a five. And so like Love we that. have that, awesome. uh, the answer, <laughs> I just, for time's sake, I want to just get into like the awareness piece oh, yeah, to the yeah. puzzle. But one of the things I will say on this note is like sales, learning how to sell is a superpower. If you want to make more money, get better at sales. And I literally love the art of the deal. And I think that is that is really one of the best skills that one can possess. And skills pay the bills, my friends. So I love I love that you said that. Just pause real yeah. quick. Like I think like Carrie's a hundred percent right. Like and you'll see like Alex Hermosi will talk about this. Like yeah. if, if you need to make money quickly, like get good at sales and get a sales job. Like it's the fastest oh, path yeah. to like but it's 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 also like people who are fundraising for a nonprofit need to know how to sell their cause to somebody else. It's, it's just your ideas. You need to sell somebody to convince. I had to sell to a publisher to convince them like this book is going to be worth you publishing. It's, it's getting people to buy into whatever it is you care about. Everyone, everything is sales. Everyone needs to learn sales. And I didn't like sales. I thought until I realized I probably didn't like what I was selling mm, before mm. when I had sales jobs. And that was the difference for me. Once I, if it's something I believe in, then I can learn some tools to like help people see the vision. And that's just been game changing for me. So I'm glad you brought that yeah. up. And I actually have an acronym within the acronym. I know mind blowing, but if you want, once we wrap oh, this dude. up, <laughs> once we wrap up this assessment, it's called roadmap. And it's like a proven and tested talk, talk track that I've used to sell millions of dollars over Zoom calls, legit Zoom calls, just using this exact talk track. So I'm happy to give it to all your your people out there if, if we want to get into it. A hundred, yeah, you can't just tease us like that and not give okay. it to us. You got to give yeah. it to us now. Yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll circle that. back. Just remind me. So, okay, give yourself a score okay. in abundance financially, right? One to five. Okay. Now the first P yep. is personal development, right? You're either growing and evolving or you're shrinking and dissolving. And that's really the options. So- I like the 30-30 method for guaranteed growth, 30 minutes of reading in the morning, 30 minutes of listening in the afternoon, and 30 minutes of watching in the evening, all inspirational and educational content. And that just ensures that I'm growing, right? And I like it because it hits different brain centers. You know, everyone learns in a different way. I'm more visual, right? But I like to listen auditory as well, you know, just to make sure that I'm, I'm hitting all different brain centers. So give yourself a score, one to five, in personal development, Okay. And then the second P in the mapping is passionate hobbies. Okay, so passionate hobbies is, I think, one that most high performers are lacking in. You know, we give to our families, we give to our clients, we give to our businesses, but we don't really give to ourselves, right? It's like, oh, doing fun things yeah. that I might actually have to pay for that don't have an ROI, like directly, 
that's not allowed. No. Yeah. What? What's that? Fun? What is fun? Right? So for me, man, I literally prioritize fun on my calendar like I would this podcast with Graham, like I would, you know, my date night with my wife, like all the things, right? And it's one of those things that you will be shocked. You will legit make more money if you are having time for yourself and doing things outside of work. Fly fishing gives me time to reflect and, and it's this moving meditation, right? Horseback riding gets me out of my, my head and into my body and just like connected to, you know, this powerful beast of an animal, right? And like pra practicing martial arts and just getting disciplined and training like this stuff in, in obviously soccer too, you know, like, um, this dang ankle is going to delay my, uh, my, my, <laughs> my time on the field for a while. But regardless, the point is you got to do fun things and get out of your, your, your bubble of a routine. And, and you'll be surprised with the creativity that flows when you're picking up salsa dancing or taking an art class. It's, it's like, it's gotta be a part of the equation. It really does, right? So that's the P. Give yourself a wow. score, one to five. Five is you're doing it regularly. You're, you're, you have priorities on your calendar that are passion and hobbies. One is not so much, okay? I, impactful work, right? We're home, home stretch here, people. Stay with us. I, impactful work. <laughs> five in impactful work means, you know, you have a ton of passion. And I know these are buzzwords. I get it. But passion to me is like that inward calling on your heartstrings, right? And then purpose is like that outward serving mission, right? And then making a positive impact is really what it's all about, right? So I think you need to have those three components if, if you want to be happy hustling and you want to have impactful work. And, and really, it comes down to, you know, like what problem you're solving, like Brand Builders Group talks about, like, you know, what problem you're solving, who you're solving it for, and then your uniqueness in solving it and how you can exploit that in the service of others, right? So if you can answer those three questions, they can be your lighthouse for impactful work. So give yourself a score. Five is you're crushing it. One is your family, right? And then N, nature connection, mm -hmm. baby. Home stretch, here we are. The last one, nature connection. Just getting outside, connecting to this beautiful planet. Pachamama, right? You know, like actually like getting out of our our office. I you know, this like this cage that we that mm -hmm. we're soaking up, you know, recycled air and and toxic blue light and electromagnetic fields and, and getting outside and grounded with nature, right? But not just connecting with nature. Oh, by the way, actually protecting it, right? And being a part of the solution for our future generations, right? Like this is a big mm -hmm. thing that I'm passionate about being an eco-warrior. And I have a, a separate company with my brother called Eco Breakthroughs that's fighting the plastic pollution epidemic and climate change. And we invest in early wow. stage eco companies. And, and it's it's that's like our moonshot. The Happy Hustle is a lifestyle business, but like that is is something I'm very passionate about. Supporting B corporations, you know, companies that have sustainable supply chains. Like this is when you're giving yourself a score in, in Nature Connection. Think about how much a part of the solution you are, right? And this has to be a, not oh I go for regular walks daily. No, I don't buy plastic water bottles, right? Like that kind of shit. Oh, excuse me, uh, that kind of stuff. Like wow. don't do that, right? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you got to be a part of the solution. Mm. So. You should have 10 scores, Graham, and everyone out there watching and listening should have 10 scores. So I'm, I'm curious to hear where you, you landed. You want to add up your 10 scores now. And if you're 40 or above, congratulations. 
you're happy hustling. If you're a 39 or below, oh. unfortunately, we got some work to do, right? So, Graham, where'd you land and what was your lowest, what was your lowest score, if you don't mind sharing? Whew, I got in by the skin of my teeth. I got a 41. Yeah. I had a 42 until you said, like, do I, do I take care of the environment with plastic bottles? And I dropped that down to a little bit. I'm struggling in the recycling category. I do recycle a little bit. 41. So I have a 41 overall score. Um, my absolute lowest was passionate hobbies. Mm. Passionate hobbies. Yeah. And, and I've known that because I've like one year I was like, I need a hobby, babe. And she's like, you're right. And then I had a buddy who was who a pro cycling coach. And I was like, I'm going to get into cycling. And I did that for a few years. And I, I hung out around the Tour de France and like climbed mountains in the Pyrenees. Oh, and cool. that was wild. But then after a couple of years, I was like, I'm not passionate about this anymore. But I, that was my lowest. And my second two lowest that were threes were nature connection and unplugged digitally. Everything else was fives or fours. Nice, man. Well, you're happy hustling as I expected but i will say if you're not happy hustling out there y'all just give yourself grace this is just a benchmark right and the cool thing about this assessment not the toot my own horn here this is just the reality of it like now you know where you need to prioritize change like it's it's that yep. simple right it's just like okay graham needs to pick up a new passion a hobby <laughs> you know what i mean it is like and I have a way yep. that you can identify. We have like the, the four factors of fun inside the book that like you can actually answer these questions and you'll find a hobby that fits the cross section, like something that actually adds value to your life, something that connects you with people that you want to be around. Like, so we get into like actually how to increase your score in these areas. But the cool thing about this is now, you know, in order to grow, you have the, the, like the playbook and. I do want to mention like one of the most important happy hustle principles out there, if I may. And that is you must give equal importance to each of these 10 different alignments, but you must focus on one at a time, right? Mm. So you must give equal importance to each of these 10 different alignments, but focus on one at a time. See, the problem is most people, when they're at their work, they're thinking about their family and when they're their family, they're thinking about work. So they're not focused and, and in the moment and present. So they're not doing mm. either of the tasks effectively or whatever they're doing. They're not fully engaged. And so that is really the thing. When I'm here with Graham, I'm all here. You know what I mean? And that's what it's yeah. about is being fully present and immersed in whatever alignment that you're partaking in. And, you know, I actually take it a step further. So we have this um, whiteboard fridge magnet that that parlays with the book and the soul mapping system. And it just goes on your refrigerator door. It's uh, literally a whiteboard and it has the 10 alignments and then it has an action task for each of them that you create. Ooh. And then it's binary. Monday, did you do it? There's a little box. It's a check mark. Wow. I'm, I'm going to send you a bunch, so don't worry. But you should, you should literally put this on your fridge, Graham, and, and just have it as a reminder. Like I wanted it analog because I didn't want it on an app because then it you know, interferes yeah. with Unplugged digitally, right? So this is something that I literally take Love my own this. medicine. And I, I, I mean, I got it right here. It's, I'm just going to take my foot. Don't hurt your, your, ice your leg. Oh, multitasking. Yeah, for everyone watching on YouTube, this is this is what it looks like. It just goes on your refrigerator, you know, and then it's got the action tasks. Oh, that's awesome. And then here you see there's these squares and you literally at the end of the week, you have a score. 
did I do? Like your selfless service could simply be, hey, give 15 minutes of my time or expertise daily, right? So it's like you just call someone who's yeah. in need or whatever. Optimize health. Did I drink a gallon of water and move my body for 30 minutes, right? Little stuff like that, it yeah. keeps you in track. And then you don't even have to worry about burnout because you can see it every week. You'll see where you're lacking, you know? And it's like, wow. this is something that has made a, such a game changer in my life. It's been such a game changer in my life. And, and for all the happy hustlers who actually implemented it, it's done the same. So anyway, I'll send you, you know, the blissful bouncer as well. But that's, that's a, you know, something that I just wanted to mention for all the happy, for, for all the people out there and the, the aspiring happy hustlers who maybe didn't get a 40 or above, like this is legit a foolproof way to, to boost your scores. Hey friend, we'll get back to the episode in just a moment, but I wanted to give you a gift for hanging out with me today. I want to give you my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. This is a four-week checklist bullet points to go from zero audience, zero customers, maybe even zero idea of what your business should be to putting money in your pocket 30 days from now. It won't be a million dollars in 30 days, but it will be money in your pocket. You will have figured out your idea. You will have tested your idea. You will have launched your idea and taken massive action towards building a business and a life that you love. If you already know your business idea, but you've been sitting around and you haven't taken action on it, then you need this guy because it'll walk you through a four-week plan to go from where you are to putting money in your pocket in 30 days. And if you've never figured out what your business idea is and you have no followers online and no audience, it's okay. This will help you start at zero. I promise you. It's a PDF. It's fast. It's easy to read. It's not an ebook. You don't have to spend a lot of time on this. It's more about taking action and doing the right things in the right order. And it's free as my gift to you. So just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart to get your 30-day online income jumpstart guide. It's grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. Now back to the episode. Bro, this was fire. This is why I wanted you on because you know, everybody talks about lifestyle businesses and everybody has a, an idea of what balance could look like. And, and it's like one of those things like you, you know it when you see it, you can tell, you, you taste it, you know it's the real thing, but you also know it's not the real thing, but it's hard to define. And what you've done is defined it uh, in a, a well-rounded way where like someone like me, I'm looking at my list right now, I'm looking at like, I, I would probably guess five of the 10 on the soul map and the five of the 10 alignments would be ones I would think about more regularly, but then unplugging digitally, I think about every once in a while, um, and passion and hobbies. I rarely think about cause it's just, I've gotten too too entrepreneurial, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Said, ROI. I'm always thinking about ROI. <laughs> yeah. Um, and nature connection for me is not, is one that's not like natural for me. Cause I, I don't, I don't have like a, a lot of like activities I do in nature. And that wasn't anything I grew up with. So it's not like normal for me to think about other than I love being by the ocean and I love going, being outside. I love the water here in Florida. But what you've done is like made it super like tactical and it's, it's, it's insightful to look at where my gaps are. And also it's just as insightful to look at where my strengths are because now I'm, I'm actually walking away from that exercise feeling way more encouraged I was a little nervous, like, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm as happy and as hustling as, as Carrie is. And I don't have a cool beard and the mountain man. I don't ride horses and a fly fish. But, but, I, but I'm like, you know what I feel like right now, Carrie? I feel like, man, I'm kicking butt. I, and I know where I can improve, but I'm actually kicking butt. So that was inspiring. And the other thing that I just want to say is what you just said about focus was interesting. I've 
I'm really good at being in the moment a lot of times and focusing on like on the person, like you said, or the thing I'm doing. If I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. If I'm in the office, I'm excited about what I'm doing in the office. And I'm rarely thinking about the other thing, but there are moments when, you know, when you do, you're at home and you're like, oh crap, you know, how is, is that launch going to do okay next week? Or is that, that person going to cancel our, our coaching arrangement? And when those moments happen, it's, it's almost because like, your brain wants to say, how can you, you can't enjoy this moment because there's so many other things that need your attention, but that's an, un, that's a never ending game. Like that's like a game you can't win. Cause you're right. You cannot be everywhere at once. But what you've done here is kind of given us permission to like, you know, when you're in your right mind, look at how you're doing across all the, the things, but, and improve them, but you can only really do one thing at a time. I'm going to serve now. I'm going to focus on my health in this moment. I'm going to be out in nature in this moment. And a life well lived is really these focused moments across these 10 alignments is the kind of takeaway I got. Yeah, man. Love it. And you know, you're, you're a, a shining example of happy hustling. And the cool thing is still there's improvements to be made, right? Like that's, that's the cool thing about yeah. it. It's like, you know, even for me, like, I'm not the guru. I don't claim to be. I'm just the reporter. Hey, this is working for me. That's why I do it. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I like to yeah. see the metrics behind, you know, the different components of life. And, and really, I, I think there's always room to strive for a five and, and without having the sliding scale you know, where you're constantly moving what a five looks like, you can you can identify fulfillment in a in that particular alignment. And it it really is. Um, yeah, it's been such a blessing, man, just kind of like, sharing this with people, and especially people like you, and especially your amazing community, because, you know, once you like start to do it, you 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 really like you'll boost your happiness. It's, it's so fast. It, it's mind blowing. Like, for anyone out there who's like, maybe a little you know, stressed or unfulfilled or overwhelmed or feeling on the brink of burnout, like you can change it like that by just taking the assessment and then prioritizing change. Right. So I love that. A, a real quick example. Then I have a, a question for yeah. you because um, it just came to my mind. One of my students, his name's Lane uh, and he's, he's crushing. He's a shining example of like, just, he wanted to, he used to help, uh, well, he still kind of does. He has two businesses now, but he helps pastors preach better sermons. He has a brand called Preaching Donkey. Uh, and then he started a personal brand as well. And But like he, he was trying to sell eBooks and and like he was working as a pastor and trying to start, start a side hustle and it wasn't taking off. And anyway, he's gone through like all of my stuff. He's a, a, a super mega student and he's crushing it now. And like last I was talking to him, he's doing like, you know, 17,000 a month, like consistently, really easy, mostly passive, living a lifestyle business. But we were talking last year and he was like, telling me, bro, I had this realization. I was stressing out because I, once my business took off and I got to six figures and then I realized, oh, I could, I could make more. I could make more. And his, his finish line kept getting farther and farther away. And he wanted to make, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars a month. And it was stressing him out because I gotta, I gotta launch more stuff. I gotta grow my audience. And then one day he had this realization. He's like, wow, wait a second. I'm already living my dream life. He's like, I, my business took off to the point where I was able to leave Nashville and move to, to Florida, to the Panhandle, because uh, that's where they would vacation. He's like, I want to live where I vacation. So they, they just picked up and moved to the beach. His wife got, is, gets to stay home and work with him in the business, and they can take care of their four kids. They're all at home together. And 
He gets to ride his bikes to the beach. He's five minutes from the beach. He's only working a handful of hours a week, and he gets time to be a dad, a husband, be involved in his community, be at the beach, help people in his business. And he like, he's like, Graham, I was focusing on one metric, the money metric, and it made me not see all the other metrics that are crushing mm. it. And even the money metric is working. And it was like his problem was solved because it wasn't even a problem. But I think Amen. to our point, we get so myopic on the money but you just gave us nine more things to look at <laughs> that make us realize, wow, maybe I'm doing better than I thought. Yeah, man. I love that story. And shout out to Lane. Like, that's what it's all about, that realization. Like, that, that is the same thing happened to me. And, you know, I'm working typically around 20 hours a week. And it's such a um, – and, and, again, I have, like, aspirations, you know, beyond what right now – but my reality is sure that's okay to to have those aspirations but at the end of the day i'm so grateful i'm so blessed i feel so happy and it's because i've identified again what success quote unquote looks like for me going back bringing full circle to the three freedoms right creative freedom time freedom and financial yeah. freedom you have to identify what that is for you out there watching and listening and then reverse engineer how to get it I love that. I love that, man. Yeah. A side note, I feel like the 20 hours a week is the sweet spot. And it's usually what I'm trying to coach people to get to is your income goals at 20 hours a week of work. And it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because I find most of my students, when they get there, yeah. they're like, it's great. It's the perfect zone. It's the not too much, not too little. It's the Goldilocks. Yeah. Um, real quick, you're a nature guy and I know you've got your, uh, your Montana mastermind oh, yeah. out there in Montana. Um, like, like just real quick, like I know it's kind of, you said it's a bit of your childhood bouncing between Florida and Montana, but like, what is it about nature for you personally that gets you in your happy zone? Um, and how can we kind of take advantage of that ourselves no matter where we live? Yeah. Well, first of all, you're going to come into one of those Montana masterminds. We're going to, we're going to get you out here for, uh, for that epic year. I'm right? committing publicly. I want to yeah. come. That sounds great. Heck yeah, bro. If you can convince, if you can convince Rory to come, I'll come. Dude, Rory's gonna be a tough sell. I, I talked to him about it, you know, like this past <laughs> weekend, and he was like, "Listen, man, I'm in Montana. We're masterminding. Does this count?" And I was like, "No, it doesn't count, but it's close, <laughs> closer." So what what oh. Graham's referencing? So funny enough, I, I I had a lot of like entrepreneurs and fellow you know colleagues and just friends who wanted to come out to Montana. And, and go camp and fish and hike and hunt and do the things, right? And I was like, there's just too many to do one-off, you know, trips with everybody. So I just kind of put together a group of entrepreneurs to go hiking deep in the Montana backcountry for five days. And we do an off-the-grid, complete business mastermind. No service, no phones, you know, no tech. I bring a primitive survival expert to teach everyone survival, you know, you know, skills as well, fly fishing expert, professional backcountry chef, cowboys packing horses. It's like the real deal, but we're doing like primal workouts and, you know, like meditations and breath work, but all the while it's like legit business mastermind. So that's what Graham's referencing. And it's kind of taken off now, dude. It's crazy the names and the people who come on these dang things. Like I literally just picked up guys at the private airport. They fly in on their jets. They forget all about their bidets. They come <laughs> take a dump in the woods. You know, it's like grizzly bears around the corner. Dude, it's crazy. It cracks me up. Like, but these guys that like, I feel like, I don't know, it's just something about the primal nature, just getting back to our, our roots and mm. getting outside. You mentioned like what it is. It's like, that's where we're meant to be. You know, <laughs> like nature is where mm. we were born. There's just been 
mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of years of evolution, and now here we are, you know, living in these boxes and commuting in these, you know, cages, quote unquote, and then we're, you know, in these high rise office, mm-hmm. you know, cages. I like to call them, and it's like we're constantly like <laughs> we're we're not getting outside enough, and and you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's something that when you do tune your circadian rhythm to the sun you get up with the sun you go to bed with the sun when you ground yourself to nature's frequency and you're barefoot yep. like and and you actually swim in natural bodies of water and and you're 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 getting the vitamin d that we were you know designed to be exposed to like you will feel the vibrance and 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 specifically the mitochondria those energy powerhouse cells in your body turn on and so that's really what it is without getting again too like you know wow sciency but like there's just so much that's happening on a primal level when you when you get outside with nature and unfortunately you know like i don't know what's going on but like this whole video game culture, the grind culture mixed with like everyone mm. gets a trophy culture. I don't know what it is, but like it's just, it's just we're breeding soft humans who don't get outside anymore. It, it, it's sad to me, but that's kind of, you know, to answer your question, I think what nature can provide if we get back to our roots. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for, for unpacking that. Yeah. I, 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 I'm honestly, I would love to come out. I think there'll be a very, that would be a challenge for yeah. me. I think I'm more Rory than I am Carrie because <laughs> he taught, he said he's more of a five-star hotel kind of guy. And I think I usually am, yeah. but part of me wants to be yeah. more like a Carrie Jack. So I'm willing to come out and give it hey, a whirl. Man, I, if you'll have I me, I'll come out, man. You, man. And, and really, yeah, you can, if anyone wants to check it out, you go to the happy hustle, um, forward slash mastermind and see what we're talking about. But like that, that is, um, yeah, that is definitely something that I would love to have you out, man. And and yeah, I think it'd be a, an awesome time. Amazing. Okay, uh, before we wrap up, because I have a final segment question, I do want to get back to the oh, roadmap. Yeah. Yep. And you were talking about selling your your process for selling. If there's, we can hit it we'll quickly, because quick. that sounded too juicy not to, to come yeah, back. Yeah, so we'll hit it quick. Like I've logged literally thousands of hours on on calls. I've sold my own products. I've sold other other people's products. I've been affiliates. You know, I've done all sorts of different sales, quote unquote. This is literally the foolproof process that I've that I've actually figured out. When you are on the phone with the prospect and, and you are selling anything, this literally take them through these this roadmap process and it will work. You just don't don't skip steps. That's what I'm I just want to make sure. Okay, so the roadmap. R stands for yep. rapport. Like rapport <sighs> is freaking everything. Like if you don't build the rapport, the first yeah. 30 to 60 seconds of a sales interaction determine the success oftentimes. And people don't even give it enough credit. If you get on your call next time and you respond to, hey, how are you doing? And, and you say, good, shame on you. Okay, because that is the most generic mm. answer. And no one literally like, here's that it's just in one ear and out the other i like to say you know it's a beautiful day i'm feeling blessed i'm breathing like i'll I'll, i create my own unique spin on how to build rapport and then i go right into hey where are you from because people are associated with their environment and specifically where they live or where they're from and then your job as a you know professional decision maker upper which that's what you are as a salesperson you help people make decisions right 
is to then think of what you know about that specific area and bridge the gap with a commonality. Oh, you're from Ohio? Go Buckeyes, right? Like, that's all I know about Ohio, but I'm going to just throw it out there because, <laughs> like, you, you, are you a Buckeye fan? Yep. No, 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 I'm the other fan. Oh, okay, yeah, well, whatever, you know. Like, you can kind of just build the rapport efficiently and effectively. Make sure you stay there long enough to actually find a commonality. So that's what I'll say on rapport. And I have a whole sales mm. course. People can go into this deeper if they really want. But the, the point is build a rapport. Okay. Then the O stands for obstacle, right? Obstacle is, all right, we got to figure out why the heck they're even on the call, right? Like, hey, you know, why are we talking today? What, what, what's the pain? What, what's holding you back, you know, from, from getting what you desire? Oh, where is the gap, right? Like, we need to understand the obstacle, right? And then the A yep. stands for aspiration, right? Aspiration, like, what is the dream? Hey, you know, what's the, just tell me, what's the dream? Like, what's your, what really are you after? Well, what, what's the reason, you know, that you even want what you want? Right. Like we have to get layers deep and ask the why questions after we figure out like the aspiration. Oh, you know, I, I want to lose 10 pounds. Well, why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Oh, so I can feel better. Well, why do you want to feel better? Well, because I'm going to uh, Cabo with the girls and I, I, I want to wear my red bikini and feel better. Oh, so it's more like a vanity thing with my high school friends like coming up and, you know, so it's like we got to yeah. get to the, the core meat. Right. So. The yeah. aspiration is very important, but and and I really just want to stress: take notes throughout your calls to everybody. Like, make sure so mm. that way you can use their verbiage, you know, in the close. Um, Smart. And and it really is important to to take notes. And I recommend actually recording all your calls if possible, so then you can watch the game tape. Okay. So we got the rapport, then the obstacle, then the aspiration. Now the D stands for demonstration. Right. We have to demonstrate your client's success like people who have taken your product or service and why and how it worked for them and how it can work for so and so as well like you would be surprised but not enough people leverage social proof in their pitch and it blows my mind but it's the truth you gotta leverage social proof and testimonials and and not only that you need to make it real for them hey you remind me a lot of lane right lane what this this guy who thought he yeah. didn't have you know, whatever the, the lifestyle freedom, but then he really found out he did and money was the only metrics. You know what? I feel like you're going to get, you know, so it's like, you want to make that gap, you know, or that, that really real for them and demonstrate success from other people. Right. So we got the road part. Okay. And now the map part, yeah. right? So now we're at match. You have to match them with the opportunity. And again, here is a key piece. If you sell the wrong people, you will give yourself gray hairs trying to fulfill them. <laughs> it will be a pain in the butt. Do not sell the wrong people. Match them with the opportunity. Make sure they qualify properly. Like, hey, are you coachable? No, you're not. Well, then we're, this isn't going to work. Hey, do you actually implement? I don't, I don't want to work with students that don't actually implement and take, you know, this stuff serious, like I don't have time for it, right? So it's like match them with the opportunity, right? Then ask. This is when it comes to the close. I, I love this question, Graham. And it's very simply, it, this is how I kind of phrase the close. And it's like, is there any reason you wouldn't take action on this opportunity today? And they're going to tell you their objections or if there's any left. And I recommend having objection busters built into your pitch throughout. So, you know, usually it's time, money, spouse. I got to, 
you know, it's not going to work for me, whatever. The key yeah. five you should know and you should have rebuttals ready. But the ask is like, you know, is there any reason, you know, why you, why you wouldn't take, you know, action on this opportunity today? And they'll tell you and then you can figure out, oh, no, you know, this is actually a good opportunity. I'll, I think I'll, I'll jump on it. And, and I always like to phrase in here, too, when it comes to the P, which is pull, right? A lot of people try to push here and I, I don't recommend that. You know, Rory talks about pressure-free persuasion, and that's something I'm a big fan of, right? Not being that scammy, sleazy yeah. salesman, but like actually pulling them in with ethical scarcity and urgency. Key here being ethical, right? If you say, yep. you know, oh, I only work with three people a month, and, and then you sign up five, and then they come back to you next month, you're out of integrity, and you just broke their trust. And business is all about building the know, like, and trust, right? So... Yeah. I like that, you know, say it like this, you know, listen, my life's not changing one percentage point, whether you sign up or not, but I truly know yours will. And if you do today, you get this bonus, right? Ethical urgency, incentive. And then the reason it's important now is because I really only have three spots and I have, you know, six calls lined up for this week. So you have a three hour window to decide. Do not let people sleep on it. You know, this whole 24 hours, I need time to like sleep on it. People buy with emotion, but they justify with logic. You need to keep them in that emotionally heightened state, but make the numbers make sense logically and then give them such good ethical scarcity and urgency as an incentive that, that they will take action on your offer right away. So that is the roadmap system, the pull do not skip that part, especially with the ethical scarcity and urgency. If you're not closing deals or you're getting a lot of people on that like flaky finish line or the, the, the maybe land or the indecision despair land, which it happens, but then you're probably not in the, you're not hitting the P enough, which is the pole. So that's the roadmap system. I hope that was fast enough. Sorry if it wasn't, but yeah, there it is. Bro, yeah, we, this is like a, that was like a bonus round. We're just squeezing more juice out of you before we let you go to the hospital to fix your ankle. So, you're so kind and so generous. I love it, man. I wrote that down. We'll we'll um we'll try to we'll wrap up, but I hope people got some uh, some juice out of that. I think it's brilliant, um, and I really love. I think my favorite one of those in roadmap was actually match matching the right opportunity for them. I think it's so powerful when you're you're realizing you don't want to sell the wrong thing to the wrong person. Mm. You want to make sure that they get what they need and that's something like Jay Abraham always calls like be, be your client's trusted advisor. And literally like if, if it's not good for them, you, you wouldn't want to sell it to them. Yeah. It's not the right fit. Exactly, man. I love that. All right. Well, we end, um, we end the show with uh, a segment I call the golden rule segment. And this is very fitting for you because as of this recording, uh, baby is on the way. Yeah. Um, so congratulations, excited about that. I know you were on your baby moon recently. Um, and so, the, the question is very simple. This is, this can go anywhere you want it to go is more philosophical. Okay. It doesn't have to do anything with what we've talked about or it can. Um, so is it, is it a boy that's yeah, coming? A little boy. Yep. Little boy. Okay. So if your son, like you're going to teach your son so many cool things and he's going to grow up with a really cool dad. that's like hunting and fishing and riding horses and starting businesses and saving the world from, from plastic and like really, really cool dad and mom, he's going to have a really cool life and he's going to learn a lot because you're going to teach him a lot. But let's assume he forgets everything you ever taught him except for one piece of advice that he actually will carry with him for the rest of his life. If that were the truth, the the, the, the case, what would you want that one piece of advice to be that he would remember sort of like a golden rule that he would take with him the rest of his life? Always 
operate with integrity. That's it. Always operate with integrity. And truly, man, in my early years, I didn't. I was up to no good. I was doing things the wrong way. I was, you know, making mistakes and not operating with integrity. And life is so much sweeter when you do. And I hope he knows that. That's so succinct and so beautiful. I love it. I love it. It's a huge heartbeat of mine as well. So, man, you're the man. This is amazing. Um, I want people to be able to check out all your stuff. So your your book, The Happy Hustle, uh, is available for pre-order right now at this taping. And if it's after it's out, go check it out at thehappyhustle.com slash book. You can do the soul mapping assessment that we did live. You can go do that at thehappyhustle.com slash assessment. And check out the Montana Mastermind at thehappyhustle.com slash mastermind. Of course, check out the Happy Hustle podcast. Uh, Carrie, yeah, where, yeah. where do, you, do you hang out online, social media at all, anywhere people can like just interact with you if they want to like just say thanks for the episode? Yeah, man. Well, thank you again for having me, bro. You're a phenomenal host. And I'm looking forward to having you on my podcast, the Happy Hustle podcast, and rocking the mic and sharing you with the Happy Hustle tribe. So super pumped about that. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, you could go to... Carrie uh, underscore underscore Jack on Instagram. I don't know who's got the real, you know, the full Carrie Jack. I got these underscores in there. If you know them, <laughs> let me know. Um, I'll buy it from you. But anyway, Carrie Jack online, and and you know, pretty much if you just Google the Happy Hustle Carrie Jack, you'll you'll find me. So yeah, that's that's it, man. Amazing, bro. Thanks for your time. You're amazing. You need to go take care of your ankle. <laughs> And, uh, and your, your wife and your, your baby boy to be. So, um, it's an honor to connect with you, bro. You're so generous. You, you, uh, are inspiration to me. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel like I have another brother out Thank there, you. a Montana brother who's, uh, standing for the same values and helping people in a huge way. So proud of you, man. And honored to know same, you. Same brother. Peace and love everyone. Thank you so much again for watching and listening. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Kerry. I love him. I love his energy. Uh, you'll love his show as well. So go check out the Happy Hustle podcast show. Be sure to pick up a copy of his new book, The Happy Hustle 2.0. You can get it at thehappyhustle.com slash book. You can also do his soul mapping assessment that we did on me in the episode at thehappyhustle.com slash assessment. And if you want more information about the mastermind he runs, go to thehappyhustle.com slash mastermind. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm linking to all of that in the show notes below, and it should be in the description of the show notes as well on Apple Podcast and Spotify. I hope you have enjoyed hanging out with us today. As always, I'm trying to bring the best guests, the best content for you so that you can advance in your business and life and do business in life your way. Have an incredible rest of your week, and we'll see you on another episode real soon. 